Yes, yes, people. It's GG at GG on Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. And that's GG on Wrestling on the YouTube. Um, back with some more podcasting action. Um, been wanting to do this for a while. Um, as I'm a massive fan of Being the Elite, I think it's a brilliant program or YouTube show. Adds a lot to the overall stories that we see on Dynamite and obviously I'm a massive fan of AEW. Anyway, um, I needed to talk to someone about this episode. Uh, this might be one of my favourite episodes just for the ending alone. If you've seen it, you know. If you haven't, pause this. Just go watch the last five five minutes of it. And come straight back. Um, adding even more layers to this hangman story that's been going on for so long. And just brilliant. Brilliant. Fucking love it. But let's get into it. So we start off. Um, this is so this is Riding Solo, being the elite, episode 268. We start with a backshot pause of uh we believe, well, it's a Ric Flair robe. Uh, it turns out to be Carl Anderson still doing the Sour Boy gimmick, uh, which is basically just a funny voice he keeps doing, scrunches up his face as if he's eating something sour, uh, which is quite funny. Um, we then see a clip of Nick Jackson recording for um, the Wrestling Buddies, which are, you know, some uh, they're like soft toys. Um, you press the middle and they make a noise. Um, so it looks like the Young Bucks uh, are getting one of those. Uh, we then get Nick and Matt uh, showing off some gift boxes that they've received from the new Space Jam film um, with um, a toy and some controllers. Um, they quickly hand off the controllers to Kenny and Brandon, who are obviously gamers, which the Young Bucks are not. Uh, we then see some practicing of the promo that we saw on Dynamite um, or the little segment with uh, the super elite around the basketball hoop. Uh, Carl Anderson shows off how good at spinning a basketball is, but we saw that. I think he's out there somewhere still spinning that basketball now, uh, but that was that was cool. A um, few little trick shots and just practicing their hooping. Uh, and then they pass Hoovy the ball. Juventud Guerrero gets a shot, uh, which is quite cool to see him make a little cameo. Uh, switching now over to the Ryan Namath segment, which I just baffles me. He's he's advertising some kind of cream that isn't good for your skin. Uh, I, it just goes over my head, honestly. I'm just lost. If anyone can explain if there's any deeper meaning to this or what it's supposed to be, Please hit me up at GG on Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, we then see Kenny with a massage gun. Uh, the Young Bucks tell him it's a fleshlight. Um, this is all part of the ongoing uh, thing where Kenny Omega should be or is trying to get rid of his stupid facial hair. And every week as he's about to get rid of it in a ridiculous manner, um, whether it be shaving uh, I can't even remember some of the ways he's been trying to get rid of it. Um, but apparently if you massage the hair follicles, they fall out. So he was going to use this gun, uh, the massage gun, to try and get rid of it. Um, the Young Bucks obviously tell him it's a fleshlight. And then, yet again, uh, as we're seeing every week, he's interrupted before he gets a chance to get rid of his facial hair. Um, that He needs to go out to the ring because Hangman's out there. Uh, I believe it's... LG uh, Luke Gallows doing the JR impression, which, which I think is a JR impression. If it, if it's supposed to be, it's spot on. 
Um, we then get some uh, Cutler Cam uh, footage um, of the whole Hangman segment from Dynamite, which was some of the best wrestling TV I've seen in quite a while. I was off out of my seat, screaming at the telly. I don't care. I will admit it. I was going nuts. Um, so we get Cutler's uh, footage of that. But <laughs> what we do see, um, we see Carl Anderson turn to Cutler. And this is right in the middle of the, you know, this Kenny and Hangman back and forth. Um, and this is obviously something that we didn't see on Dynamite. But uh, and Carl Anderson turns to Brandon Cutler and says, you know why I'm so relaxed? I caught a cum before I came out here. <laughs> and, then, and then he says, I said that on live TNT as well. I said that on TNT live, uh, which is is hilarious because you just don't even know what these guys are saying to each other. Well, you do now, but yeah, you know, it's just insane. Uh, more footage of the beat down on Hangman, which hard to look back at. I hate seeing it. Um, and obviously the Dark Order trying to make the save and that whole thing. Uh, I, I, I kind of like these Cutler Cam splices of of the dynamite action because some of the angles look even worse when you're up close like some of these bt triggers just looked mad and the way hangman just falls face first onto the floor uh, and then we get the, the kazarian save um and cutler just oh no oh no just shouting which is great Carl Anderson, when the, after they've done the beatdown, they're all kind of celebrating, dapping it up. Um, and Carl Anderson says, scissor me, scissor me to Matt Jackson. I'm pretty sure he says, we're on live TV. We can't do that on TV or something. So they're clearly still trying to rein in the Good Brothers um, and their shenanigans. We then get uh, a, a brilliant little segment between Cutler and Peter Avalon. So AEW are so good at doing this, addressing these small details that you just, I mean, they don't really need addressing, but I appreciate it nonetheless. So um, obviously a while back, a while back on BTE, um, and obviously Dark, uh, Peter Avalon and Cutler had a team. Peter Avalon wanted to cheat, Cutler didn't, he wanted to do everything by the book. So you see uh, Cutler running into Peter Avalon basically, and Peter Avalon's like, what are you doing? You didn't want to cheat, and now you are cheating. What is going on? Um, so it's just cool to see that addressed. You know, they leave no stone, you know, no stone unturned, as it were. Um, I think that's the right saying. But yeah, uh, Peter Avalon offers to extends a an invite into the wingmen for Cutler. He, of course, declines. He's part of the super elite. They've got all the belts and or most of the belts, and you know he's got a good thing going there. So, just hats off to to AEW or to the Bucks or whoever's putting these things together. I just love these details being, uh, you know, mentioned and being addressed effectively when sometimes it's not even necessary, but, you know, layers. Love it. We then cut to another segment, which we, we did have last week as well, of Wheeler Utah. Um, he's been taken under the wing of the best friends, so we see them in uh, the hotel they're watching tape of Utah's match and again Chucky e. T is trying to give uh, Wheeler some advice uh, reiterates the same thing from last week when the ref counts three the match is over which you know is a very important detail in wrestling good advice you know Wheeler's got to appreciate this stuff um, they keep telling him you've got to start winning and he's 
saying, you know, I have I have won a few matches, but they disregard that. Statler's good in this segment. Orange Cassidy just walks off. Um, but yeah, I, I like this whole dynamic of them just having like a little protege. And yeah, I think it just it's funny. They're always good. Uh, we then get the formerly known Everrise uh, 2.0, uh, a segment. And they're basically, Lee, I believe he is, um, is saying that that was not the real sting. That was the fake sting. And they want to get to the bottom of it. Uh, entertaining little segment. Uh, these guys are good. They was always going to add to BTE. Uh, so it's good to see them. We then cut to the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks recording an episode of Talking Shop. And we see uh, Luke Gallows with a long old intro for himself. A uh, little interesting uh, behind the curtains bit here where they're basically talking about the segment that I mentioned earlier with the them in front, the Super Elite in front of the basketball hoop and passing the ball around. Uh, they're basically saying that was all pretty much organic. We started passing the ball around and then it was kind of like, you know, you talk when you have the ball. Um, they said this was the second take. And Matt Jackson basically says he faked out Kenny in that take, um, which you can see on that episode of Dynamite, passes it to Nick. Um, and he thought they were just going to have to retake it. He was just having a bit of fun, I believe. But Nick Jackson makes the shot and there's a legitimate um, kind of reaction from Matt where he's actually legitimately impressed with Nick and them actually delivering that shot. And they all agreed that was the best take you could have. They even say that Tony Khan said it may be the best uh, segment or backstage segment he's ever seen on TV, something like that, which is pretty high praise. Um, I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was good nonetheless. Um, now, the last seven, eight minutes um, is the real good stuff. So we get a cut back to Hangman um, leaving the Dark Order um, from Hangman, uh, from Dynamite, sorry. Uh, we get a close-up of the DVD, the mysterious disc that he left, um, which you know they're going to address because details matter in this place. Um, everyone obviously thought it was the tape that they, or the, the movie that they were making, that Hangman was editing. Um, and then we get a shot, which very uncharacteristically, but I love the way they delivered it. It was very, very serious. Um, you know, and when Dark Dark Order are serious, you know it's serious. Um, not many jokes. They're all arguing. They're all shouting. You know, Hangman, we should have saved him. We should have done this. We should have done that. Uno says he's got to do it by himself. You know, he's got to do it by himself, which, again, is just such a, a great detail in this story. Um, they, they continue arguing. Five walks off. Um, he says he doesn't want to speak to anyone. Um, we then... They kind of fan out and we see behind them the uh, 10 who in uh, BTK Fabe has a drug problem um, is chopping up what I could only assume is cocaine uh, with a disc. They will clock on and realize, oh, that, that must be it. That must be the, the movie that we were making. Um, Stu Grayson alludes to the fact that they did a four hour sex scene. Um, so they're itching to see it. Um, so they, they put it into a bag and it's very like uh, minimalistic kind of theatre. Um, they put the disc in the bag, pretend it's a DVD player and look into the sky. Um, and we cut to Hangman, who says he's going to have to ride solo for a bit. And he thought that 
he wouldn't be able to put the movie out. He couldn't, the, the sex scene was an hour and a half, which he couldn't cut any of it due to continuity reasons. So, which was, I thought was, which was funny. Um, and he basically says, you know, uh, I think you guys could use a new commercial for recruiting future members. And this thing is brilliant. Uh, we get shots of, you know, hangman down on his luck. Um, you know, the voiceover saying Are you, you know, you struggling with life or whatever, whatever it's saying, but to that, to that kind of effect. And just the, the montage of the hangman dark order, smaller arc, obviously in this wider Kenny Omega arc, um, and all just the highlights of that, them laughing, having a good time. Um, and it's just very clever. Um, because of, instead of them recruiting members for them, it's almost as if going forward, we could see them kind of taking on a new leader or just to help one person before they move on from the group. I don't know, but it is so, so good. Um, we see, which I love the line, uh, John Silver saying, it's time we remove people from darkness and bring order back to their lives, which is what they've become, which I thought is just another, you know, just a, that callback was good. Um, we see the, you know, just the journey of, you know, Hangman not joining them to eventually joining them um, to kind of present day. We see a callback to them a few, well, probably a fair few months ago even now in a BT episode previously where they're all drawing, uh, set their drawing and Hangman draws um, his ideal jacket or ring attire and he says, you know, I've always wanted this attire with roses on it and everything and that is eventually obviously what he comes out in for that um, big elimination tag they had uh, last week or two weeks ago, um, which was brilliant. I, I, I totally forgot about that detail. Um, that he had drawn it previously and then they went and obviously got it made. Um, Dark Horse Productions, which is another little nice touch, uh, cuts back to the Dark Order visibly upset. Um, you know, I've got something in my eye, all of that. Uh, Colt Cabana <laughs> lovingly yet roughly starts caressing John Silver's head. Uh, John Silver says, I, I don't want to be touched right now, which I don't know if how serious that was. Um, but obviously emotional stuff. Uh, last little segment is just another shot of Carl Anderson being sour Rick Flair boy. Brilliant episode. This whole Hangman Dark Order stuff is just so, so good. Um, is it a shame that this wasn't on TV? Yes, and I do get the gripes that people say that you know there's a lot that goes on on BTE that should be on Dynamite, but you're rewarded for going out of your way to watch this show, and what a reward it was this week with that Hangman um, commercial that he's made for them. Good stuff. Who knows where we go from here with the Dark Order? You know, do they kind of latch on to the next person that's down on their luck that's not having much success, you know, on the show? And do they kind of help him turn it around before they move on? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that would work. If you guys can suggest anything or you think there's anyone that they could kind of latch on to next to give them the, the Dark Order rub effectively. Not that Hangman had that, but you get what I mean. Um, hit me up at GG on Wrestling. Um, 
I'm going to try and do these every week, guys. Um, I know a lot of you watch BTE. I love the show. It's never a chore. Um, and I love talking about it. And I've no one to talk about it with, so I'm going to talk to all of you. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, I'm GG, at GG on Wrestling on Twitter. Make sure you hit up figtees.co.uk for your custom figure shirts. Use code GGPOD to save yourself some money. Make sure you check out DJ's Kitchen. Um, They're on Instagram. Great food place. I know people that are traveling for miles upon end just to taste this delicious food. One of my personal friends and... You know, even if he wasn't, I would still vouch for the food because it is good, good munch. Uh, Make sure you listen to all the other episodes of There's Something About Wrestling. Make sure you check out these reviews, which should be done every week. And respect yourself. Don't neglect yourself. Peace.